And now it's time for us to discuss more of these headlines and simple keywords with Adam joining us via Zoom. Good morning, Adam. Good morning, Lena. Happy Thursday. Happy Thursday to you, too. It's feeling much colder this morning, and I'm loving it. You're loving it. It's more refreshing than the hot summer season, I guess. Exactly. But, uh, yeah. I do prefer the cold rather than uh, extreme heat. Uh, <laughs> you can put more layers on where you can't really, you know... <laughs> take, take layers more. off. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's jump into our first keyword of the day. Uh, it's all about the economy. Uh, it's been highlighted several times on this segment, and we'll do it just once more. This is our first keyword of the day. All in on economy. So the Toff office says the union administration will focus on boosting the local economy and stabilizing people's livelihoods in the fourth quarter of this year. That will be their focal point. The pledge comes after President Yoon uh, vowed that related uh, well people's livelihoods and exports during the Chuseok holiday was deeply affected. So to focus on the economy would make sense. Yeah, so uh, he visited venues that are uh, related to people's livelihoods and exports uh, during the Chuseok holiday. Uh, and the presidential spokesperson, Edo, uh, said exports of major industries such as semiconductors, automobiles and petrochemicals have been showing signs of improvement. And he added that the government uh, plans to provide all possible support to ensure that exports continue uh, to recover until the end of this year. Of course, Korea is a very export dependent country and so... In uh, uh, rebounding exports, uh, they often do equate to uh, better uh, growth uh, for the economy. And he also said the president is more focused uh, on foreign governments and foreign companies investing in Korea rather than Korean companies investing abroad. Now, he cited investments, for example, being made by Saudi Arabia and the UAE. uh, And he noted that there will be follow-up schedules soon for the confirmation of those large-scale investment projects in the two countries in October. Uh, So it is expected that investment will be made soon, leading to the creation of high-quality jobs, according to the government. Uh, And he also said the government will continue to manage issues related to the economy, which are uh, felt by the people, such as the cost of living and real estate problems. Of course, everything uh, from your uh grocery shopping to electricity they've all been quite expensive recently and uh, house prices have started to uh, pick up as well whether that is temporary or not remains to be seen but of course people who are in the market to buy a house uh, if they're facing a bit of a, a burden at the moment now with the cost of living and transport expected to rise um on the back of rising energy prices mm. he said the government will manage price levels and real estate policies to bring about tangible uh, outcomes. Of course, there are some external factors, such Mm. as global oil prices, for example, rising. That's something that may be a bit of out uh, of control of the uh, Korean government. But, uh, of course, anything that's manageable uh, here uh, locally, uh, the government is vowing to do so. And on our first day back since the long holiday, a jittery market. This is our second keyword of the day. Stocks plunge. So Korean stocks took a beating yesterday right from the start after an overnight dip on Wall Street. What's the latest? Yeah, certainly wasn't very uh, looking very good, especially mm-hmm. after that very um, kind of a four-day trading day hiatus. Mm-hmm. Now, uh, Wall Street, actually, the dip came amid uh, unexpected growth of U.S. job openings in August, as well as concerns about potential rate increases by the U.S. Federal Reserve. 
the benchmark Cosby uh, shared 1.9% in the first 15 minutes of trading, and it closed down eventually 2.4%. Uh, the tech-heavy Cosdaq also fell, dropping a whopping 4%. The $1 exchange rate also closed at 1,363.51, uh, which is up about 14.1 from the last trading day's close, marking the highest price since November last year. So. Uh, the one is basically depreciating quite fast. Now, in response, the Bank of Korea announced that it would hold a uh, special market situation review meeting and monitor the situation with particular caution uh, and would take stabilizing measures in the markets if necessary. Um, this wasn't just isolated to the Korean stock market, but major Asian stock markets also fell. Uh, the simultaneous sharp decline in stocks, bonds and the one is interpreted as the result of the Korean financial market kind of absorbing the impact of the sharp rise in U.S. bond yields during uh, the long holiday. Now, experts diagnose that there is no material to reverse the market sentiment and they predict that the financial market will continue to remain unstable due to uncertainty uh, in external conditions mostly. However, they do predict that such a sharp decline like the one we saw yesterday, uh, we won't really see that again for some time. But of course, you don't know with these markets. It's hard to predict. Uh, so um, there you have it. So hopefully the uh, market rebounds. We'll have to see. And with that, we move on to our third keyword of the day. Enter regime. So the defense ministry has warned that North Korea's use of nuclear weapons will bring about uh, the end of its regime. The warning comes after Pyongyang last week enshrined its status as a nuclear power in its constitution. It had forewarned that they would do that, and they finally did. Yeah, so uh, this is, uh, of course, a basis for raised tensions right. once again along the uh, Korean peninsula. Uh, some harsh rhetoric coming out uh, from the UN administration again. Uh, it's not the first time that they have warned of this. Uh, now, the ministry says South Korea uh, and the US are maintaining a combined readiness posture that can overwhelmingly respond to any attack from the North. It added such threats to peace and stability will further isolate North Korea from the international community and worsen the suffering uh, of its people, and the ministry criticized North Korea's ambition to advance its nuclear capabilities uh, despite the dismal conditions of its people. Now, the North convened a key parliamentary meeting last week with Kim Jong-un in attendance to stipulate the policy of strengthening its nuclear force in the constitution. Uh, South Korea, as I said, has previously made similar warnings against uh, the North. Uh, meanwhile, the regime's state media also hit back, uh, not really against South Korea per se, but uh, more towards the U.S. Uh, state media reported that North Korea's defense ministry uh, criticized the U.S. for describing the North as a persistent threat on its new strategy uh, on countering weapons of mass destruction. Now, the Pentagon uh, recently described China as a pacing challenge, Russia as an acute threat, and the North and Iran as persistent threats. Uh, it also warned that the North's military capability advancements would give the regime options to use nuclear arms at any stage of conflict. And it added that the world's biggest threat from weapons of mass destruction comes from none other uh, than the US. Uh, so the regime accused Washington of increasing nuclear threats itself, referring to the joint military drills with South Korea. 
as well as the deployment of its strategic nuclear submarine near the Korean Peninsula. And the North Korean military pledged to counter the North, uh, sorry, U.S. military tactics mm-hmm. with uh, what it called the most overwhelming and sustained response uh, strategy. So. Uh, even more tensions brewing uh, along the Korean Peninsula and between North Korea and the U.S. And with that, we move on to our fourth keyword of the day. Opinion manipulation. Prime Minister Han Duk-su has ordered the launch of a government task force to prevent online opinion rigging attempts. This was triggered by suspicions that China attempted to manipulate online opinion on Korea's second largest online portal, Taoum. Uh, the backdrop, it seems to be, was the Asian Games. Yes, that's right. Uh, The government suspects uh, China was involved in a manipulation tactic before uh, and during a football match between Korea and China at the 19th Asian Games in Hangzhou. Uh, The controversy erupted after the ratio of cheering clicks uh, for the Chinese team reached 91% compared with a mere 9% 9% for the South Korean team. Of course, this is suspicious because Tower is a Korean mm. uh, online portal and you would uh, pre- or presume that the majority of support would be for the South Korean team, although South Korea did eventually win that match uh, mm. 2-0. But uh, that uh, clicking of support certainly is a means for suspicion. Now, the ruling party uh, and a lawmaker from uh, the People Power Party speculated this to be an example of China's attempts Uh, to manipulate online opinion here. So basically a wider scope, not just in sports. Now, both Naver and Taon, the two largest portals, restricted access to users in China uh, in 2019, actually. But the system could not either block or detect users who uh, employ tools like uh, virtual private networks or VPNs, as they're Mm. known, to circumvent the restrictions. Uh, VPNs are Uh, widely used to give a different IP address to make it look like you'll disguise the IP address uh, uh, as if it's in another country. Mm. Um, Now, the government fears such attempts could also be used to sway voter sentiment during key elections in Korea. That's why the government and the ruling party um, are highlighting the concern uh, this time. Now, Prime Minister Han instructed the KCC to create a pan-government task force together with the Uh, justice, science and technology, culture and other relevant government agencies to devise measures uh, to prevent the distortion and manipulation of public opinion. Now, Kakao, which actually owns uh, Taoum, said it has suspended its cheering service from Monday, adding plans uh, to request a police investigation um, into the incident. Uh, The government has also asked Kakao to do its own uh, in-house investigation Uh, as well. So this is certainly a concern when it comes to uh, elections for the government and uh, political parties, but it just goes to show that um, there are some risks uh, of Mm. potential uh, online rigging and also potential cyber attacks as well coming from the likes of China and uh, North Korea alike. And you can imagine, if you weigh the risk leading up to important elections, swaying public opinion, that sounds much more dangerous and devastating than something like this that sticks out like a sore thumb. Something was so off, 90 percentile cheering for the Chinese team when it's a primarily Korean portal site. But I mean, most famously, I mean, if you think about the lead up to the important U.S. presidential election, I mean, Russia Mm -hmm. was accused of manipulating uh, the results of that, too. Right. So we'll have to wait and see if this makes way into better protection, 
shielding, mm. potential manipulation and such. Yeah. And uh, I should also note that uh, this is also a concern for the government and political parties because it's not unprecedented. There was a big scandal, right. the Duroking scandal, yeah. uh, not that long ago, where there was a lot of uh, online rigging involved. I won't go into too much detail into that. But of course, um, the government and political parties don't want a repeat of such scandals happening. So, of course, they're paying more attention uh, to this incident. Dealing with fake news, dealing with manipulation, need trustworthy journalists more than ever before. All right, <laughs> moving on to our final keyword of the day. Medical costs. So recent data shows that medical expenses paid by patients in Korea last year exceeded 100 trillion won for the very first time. Can you tell us the details of this report? Yeah, so that's according to the uh, National Health Insurance Service data. The total medical expenses, including ones that come from health insurance premiums and out-of-pocket expenses, uh, the total came to 102.4 trillion won, to be precise. That's an increase of 9.5% from the uh, previous year. Now, of course, the impact of the COVID-19 pandemic appears to have contributed to this uh, increase, mostly. Uh, the number of people visiting medical institutions for outpatients or inpatient care also increased significantly, resulting uh, in a 10.5% increase in the total number of outpatient and inpatient days. Of the total medical expenses for last year, uh, 44.1 trillion won, or just over 43%, were incurred by the population aged 65 and over, so the elderly. Uh, the mm. average monthly number of hospitalization days per person for the elderly was also 3.75 days, which is more than three times longer than the overall average of 1.31 days. Now, this trend is expected, of course, to continue with the aging population projected to increase. And as a result, total medical expenses are likely to keep rising as well. Uh, the financial stability of the national health insurance system also may be at risk. And there are limitations to raising uh, health insurance premiums uh, further. Uh, health insurance premiums are already close to the statutory limits and there are legal restrictions on increasing them beyond uh, this point. As an alternative, there are suggestions to increase uh, government subsidies to the national health insurance system. Um, the government has announced measures to strengthen the financial stability um, of the system, such as re-evaluating coverage for uh, guaranteed medical services like MRIs and ultrasounds, as well as regulating the qualifications uh, of foreign subscribers. Now, the government is, um, uh, the subsidies, there is a limit to the government's uh, subsidies of the national health insurance system is at 20%, uh, but uh, the government has been paying close to 14% at the moment. That's why there are mm. some calls to raise it to that 20% level. Mm. Uh, but of course, uh, the national budget and the uh, fiscal situation of the country also right. need, need to be uh, considered. So it's a tough um, ask for the government to uh, reach that uh, maximum quota for government subsidies to pour into the national health insurance. Uh, so this is uh, quite a complicated and a difficult issue mm. to um, resolve, but it is an issue and concern nonetheless. So we'll have to see uh, what the government comes up with. And they will, uh, they said they will come up with 
uh, some answers to the problems near the end of this year. So mm. we'll have to see what they uh, come up with. The sentiment has always been there. I think it's about the number crunching. Where would that money come from? And we've been talking about a deficit in tax revenue for the central government. And so who pays for it and, and how? That seems to be the big question. Exactly. I mean, the national health insurance is usually paid uh, by a, it's got, it's a state-run um, institute as, as well. So if those uh, government subsidies increase, then of course that would mean probably more uh, increased premiums for the actual health insurance. So, it, you know, it's a, a bit of a, a difficult balancing act. Thank you very much, Adam. I think the moral of the story always is you can't make everyone happy ever. Yeah, ever. <laughs> for anything, I guess. <laughs> Thank you very much, Adam, for today's coverage. We appreciate it. We'll see you tomorrow. You're very welcome. See you tomorrow. If you're listening to our program using the podcast service, just a reminder that we do go live Monday through Friday, 7 a.m. Korea Standard Time. So tune in and help us make the show more informative by giving us your input. See you bright and early on Good Morning Seoul.